no my hoki mai. This is Checkpoint called Lisa Owen TNA. There's no sprinkler system in the Loafers Lodge that has three residential floors and more than 90 residents. Witnesses say the fire alarms didn't go off automatically and residents ran down the corridors banging on doors telling people to get out and the fire was real. Wellington City Council says the lodge has a building warrant of fitness that was issued in March this year and there were no concerns raised by the independently qualified person who inspected and tested the life safety systems in the building. But Here's what Fire and Emergency Deputy National Commander Brendan Nally had to say on the issue of sprinklers. If this building had a working, fully sprinkled working sprinkler in here, then the result will be way less than what we're dealing with now. I'll tell you that straight up. My firefighters, um, the great ComSEN operators, wouldn't have had to go through the tragedy. We wouldn't have people that are deceased. We wouldn't have families that are missing uh, loved ones. We wouldn't have people um, that are worried that they can't find people, all that tragedy, all that human tragedy wouldn't be here if this building was fully sprinkled with an operable system. So why no sprinklers with such a high number of residents over multiple floors, a number of them elderly? Well, joining us now is Chris Mack from the Fire Protection Association of New Zealand. Kia ora, Chris. A lot of our listeners are confused by this. Me too. Can you please explain what the sprinkler rules are for buildings? Uh, well, basically, uh, kia ora. basically, under our, our building code, there's various ways to comply with it. But in the simplest way, um, hotels and apartment buildings with escape height greater than about 25 metres, seven or eight floors, would require a sprinkler system. Uh, lower buildings, uh, 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 such as hotels, most hotels uh, up to, with escape height of 10 metres, would require a smoke detection system. So 10 metres, how many stories are we talking there? Uh, that's three. Right. So a building of this size, one commercial floor and three residential, not compulsory for it to have a sprinkler system, as you understand it. That's correct. What do you think of that? Uh, frankly, um, I wouldn't stay in a hotel of that type unless it had a sprinkler system. Um, the majority of modern hotels do have sprinkler systems and uh, I'm, I'm in the business of fire protection, life safety. I would stay in a sprinkler protected hotel. So no sprinkler system and uh, three residential floors, four in total, counting the bottom floor. What hazards does that create? Well, basically, if there is a, a uncontrolled fire or, or and people... Uh, are not warned of the fire and evacuate early enough, um, unfortunately what happened today would happen. So do you think the rules are fit for purpose? This is not a modern building. Um, the, the rules are always uh, evolving and changing and we're learning from usually minor um, incidents and issues on how, how we can improve life safety in a building. But, you know, I, and I, I'm not sure of this building. I, I haven't got the details about this building, but it's not a modern building. If it was a modern building, it would have, uh, quite possibly, it would have sprinklers. It would have a minimum of a, a, a smoke detection system designed to um, avoid false alarms and uh, things like passive fire protection to stop fire spreading through the building, smoke control to stop the fire spreading through the building. So um, the rules today are probably fit for purpose. Uh, when this building was built, they may not have been fit for purpose.
Right. So depending on the age, the requirements are different, which raises the issue. What about if you significantly modify a building? What happens if its use was commercial and then you convert it to a residential accommodation facility? What? How do the rules change then? Uh, if a building is altered, extended or change of use, you need to comply to today's uh, standard and the standard with the small west uh, to, to today's rules on a as nearly as sorry excuse me it's nearly as reasonably practical basis. What you have to do is consider the benefits of of complying with today's standards against the sacrifices, which is usually costs. So, if if a building went from a commercial classification to a residential classification in the year that that um, shift happened, you would have to comply with modern fire safety requirements as is practicable. Uh, as is reasonably practicable, yes. Okay. So, does it surprise you then that this building doesn't seem to have had um, modern adjustments made to it? I'm, I'm not sure when this building, uh, I, I know very little about this building. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure when the change, if, uh, when the change to um, a boarding house occurred. So I'm not sure uh, what the situation was when, when it was converted into a boarding house. Understand. Now, you men- mentioned something that is interesting, the smoke alarms, right? So a number of the residents have said that there was always false alarms in this building. Are there systems that guard against that? Because obviously, you know, false alarms can lead to complacency. Yes, and, and that's correct. Um, a number of years ago, uh, the type of um, smoke alarm system for a building such as this has changed. Under the modern code, uh, you would have local smoke alarms in each unit or each hotel room, uh, which would um, uh, um, alert the occupants of that room to a fire inside that room. And then you would have a smoke alarm system in the public areas, the corridors, etc., that would evacuate the whole building. The idea is that um, if somebody's in a room, the smoke alarm goes off, um, they would wake up or look up. Um, if there is a fire, they would evacuate. And uh, as the smoke drifted into the main uh, corridors, the whole building would be evacuated. Really appreciate your time, Chris. Thank you for joining us. That is Chris Mack from the Fire Protection Association of New Zealand. Hope that clarifies your questions on sprinklers. Now,